What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Hold the Phone podcast. I'm your host, Alex, joined today by my co-host, Ryan. What's going on, man? Just hanging out, man. I'm just glad that I am not a Green Bay Packers fan. I know. At this point, like, you're deep in the offseason. You don't even know what next season has to hold because, I mean, we can dive right into it. Aaron Rodgers reportedly wants nothing to do with Green Bay Packers. He's unhappy with the GM and the franchise itself. Um... At first, it was like he wanted long-term stability, and now it looks as if he just wants to be gone. Uh, but it looks as if Green Bay is holding their ground. Uh, what do you have to say, man? Like, what do you think? I I really don't know how to feel about this because I feel like I'm getting tugged in both directions because I hate how Aaron Rodgers is, like, handling himself in this situation because he's, like, openly sabotaging the Packers at this point. Like, it's been reported that he told – free agents in March that he did not plan on being there next season. So like no one went to green. I don't know if that's true or not, but like, if that's true, that's really crappy. Okay. Um, true. But like at the same time, it would be really crappy of him to be like, Hey man, I'm going to be a Packer. And then the second they sign, he's like, yeah, I'm out. I don't want to be here. That's, I mean, that's also true, but I, I don't know. It's also hard to stay mad at him because the Packers front office has been absolute trash to him from you know drafting Jordan Love last year to continue even this year to neglect to draft a receiver for him like in the first round um and I mean they got Amani Rogers this year but like is that enough I just I don't know it's hard to like pick a side here but right now like I would just not want to be a Packers fan because it's looking like Rodgers is most likely not going to be a Packer in 2021. Yeah, so I think I'm fully on Rodgers' side at this point. Like, I think he's given them plenty of – like, I mean, he's 37. Granted, he's old. But the man went out and won MVP last year, and you're not willing to sign him to a long-term deal. Like, it just well, seems... they are. Did you not see the report that came out a few hours ago? They I offered did. Him a huge extension. I did. I don't but know if it takes it though. I think it's too little, too late. I think I think they took too I long agree. to offer it, and I think also a problem is they're clearly not sold on Jordan Love, or otherwise they'd be like, go ahead and leave. And there were already reports yeah. that they were looking at quarterbacks in this past draft that happened a couple weeks ago, because Jordan Love's clearly not the answer. So I could have told you that. It gets to the point where it's like. If I'm Green Bay, now they're never going to do this because Green Bay is not really known for trading, but I would do everything in my power to trade for Julio Jones. Because I think that's the one thing that could get Rodgers to come back and be fully bought in is if you, if if, I, if I'm Brian, how do you say this dude's name? Is it their GM, Brian Guntz Like, I don't know how to say his name. Yeah. But sure, that's his name. If I'm him, Rodgers reportedly... Rodgers reportedly wants him fired. I would do everything in my power to surround him with as many weapons as I can because obviously I've screwed up the relationship enough. Um, and I think Julio's on the market. Now, would the Falcons trade him to an NFC team? I don't know. And what would it take? But I would do everything I could to try and get him. If they threw like a first-rounder and Marta's Valdez Scantling my way, like I'd 100% do it if I was yeah. Atlanta. I mean, I think Atlanta's going to ask for a lot. Like, that's why I don't think Julio gets traded. I think they're going to ask for, like, two first-rounders. And I don't think there's any way. Because Julio's, yeah. what, like, 32 at this point? How old is Julio? Hang on. I, think he, I think he's around that age. I think he's either 30 or 31. I don't, I don't think he's 32 yet. He is 
Yeah, he's 32. He turned 32 in February. Wow. So he's still playing really well. And he's still the, due 10 sorry, million, he's due $11 million a year. So it's not like he's a cheap guy. But, I mean, he is one of the best wide receivers in the league. I was going to say, for a top 10 receiver, like that's actually pretty cheap. Dude, imagine that offense. If you had Devontae Smith on one side, Julio on the other. I mean, yeah. there's like that. I think feel like I just solved the Packers' problems right there. But I mean, obviously, it's easier said than done. Uh, so let's say hypothetically, Rodgers is going to get traded. Who do you think's the best landing spot for him to get traded? Oh, like who do you think has the most assets to try and trade for him? The rumors are obviously the Broncos, I think, and the Las Vegas Raiders. But are there any other teams, or like, do you agree with those two teams? I think the team that makes the most sense. Is Las Vegas, but I don't think they'll trade. They like it would be the most Las Vegas thing to like not sell the house for Aaron Rodgers and like commit to Derek Carr. Like, as disgusting as that would be for the Raiders fans, I feel like that's like the Mayock way is like doing the opposite of what you probably should do. I think they could easily send Derek Carr at first round pick and maybe like a next year's second, and be totally cool with it. Bro, did you see... And then, oh, my God. Could you imagine Aaron Rodgers would turn Henry Ruggs into a superstar? Did you see some of the... Um, I'm going to try and pull it up oh. real quick on my phone. Some of these fake trades that CBS put on their... I think it was CBS. Put on their Instagram the other day for Aaron Rodgers. Let me see if I can find them really quick. Cause they were, were they the bad most, or were they like Ryan, actually pretty good? They were the most outrageous things I've ever seen in my life. Hang on. I'm going to try. I don't know if I want to hear it. It was like... Dude, they post so many times a day. This might be impossible to find. I'm not even sure it was them. Um, but they were so bad. They were like, um, like one of the Las Vegas ones was Henry Ruggs, three first rounders, a second rounder, and a third rounder for Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, nobody's giving up that much for a guy that's 37. With a bad attitude. Okay, so I found him. Here's one. Offer one, Derek Carr. 2022 first-rounder, 2023 first-rounder, 2024 first-rounder. The second one is Henry Ruggs, first-rounder, 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 second-rounder, fourth-rounder. The third offer they put up was defensive end Mason Crosby, safety Jonathan Abram, three first-rounders, and a third-rounder. And those were just That's the, the one I would do. That that makes sense to me. Although three first rounders is a lot, but if I'm Vegas, I feel like you have to pull the trigger. But here are the Denver ones. They can't ones. draft in the first round anyways. The Denver <laughs> ones were way worse for me. Drew Locke, three first rounders, a second rounder, and a third rounder. See, I have to stop here and say, like, Aaron Rodgers is not worth three first rounders. I'm sorry. He's I'll give you two. 37. Maybe. Exactly. Like, it's not worth selling your soul for three years for a 37-year-old that's probably going to move on in two. Now, if you're Rodgers, which team do you think is more ready to win right now, the Broncos or the Raiders? Because in my opinion, I think it's the Broncos. Oh, yeah. Now, I mean, I feel like, well, Vic Fangio is going to handle the defensive side of the ball. John Bruton is going to sabotage both sides of the ball. (laughs) So... The answer is clearly the Broncos to me. The problem is, I don't see why Rodgers... Like, apparently those are the teams that he has rumored that he would want to go to. Why would you want to go to the toughest division in football? I, I think he kind of likes the challenge. I mean, he's pretty much bullied the Lions, the Vikings, and the Bears for 
16 years. I think he's ready for a challenge. Like going up against Mahomes twice a year and having to deal with teams like the Colts, the Bills, the Ravens, and the AFC, like I feel like it's more of a challenge to him. And also, the Broncos, they have young receivers. They've got Cortland Sutton. They've got Jerry Judy. They've got KJ Hamler. And I just, I don't know, man. I feel like that's the best receiving court he would have ever had in his career. Like, sorry, Jordy True. Nelson and Randall Cobb. Sorry, Devontae Adams. Like, I just, I don't know. All I right. feel like that young receiving core would absolutely. Oh, and not to mention, freaking Noah Fan, dude. Noah yeah. Fan would easily move into like a top three tight end. I agree. Like, I don't All care right. what you say. It would be Kelsey, Kittle, and Fant. That would be that would be the top three if Aaron Rodgers was a, uh, was a Bronco. I could argue. I'd put Waller up there, but I I think he'd be top five. Well, yeah, Waller. Well, no disrespect to Waller. Waller is top five, but dude, Fant, he's so young too. Yeah, he is like oh, twenty three. All right. Good. What's your gut say? Does Rodgers stay, get traded, or retire? I think if it comes down to it, I think he will retire. I do not. Th- I think he has played his last time with the Packers. I do not think he's going to come back. But honestly, like I'm praying that like some NFC team, like just throws the house at him and like throws the Packers an offer they can't refuse. Because if this guy comes to the AFC, I'm going to be very depressed. I'm trying to think. The only NFC team I could even think because here's the thing: I don't think the Saints can afford him no, unless they're it's trading. Be San Francisco. No, San Fran- I think if anybody's doing it, I think it's the Carolina Panthers. Dude, that would be... The problem is they're very sold on Sam Darnold, so I don't know if they'd ever pull the trigger on it, but it, it wouldn't be the worst decision. Dude. <laughs> New York. The Giants? I thought about Daniel this too. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, Sterling Shepard, a first and a 2022 or 2023 second. If I'm the no. Giants, I don't know why the Giants aren't trying to trade for Rodgers right now. Because that defense, I mean, they'd be they'd Aaron instantly Rodgers, win their division. Aaron Rodgers would win them that division for like the next four years. Like no questions asked. Sorry, Dak. Sorry, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I agree. Sorry. Fitzy, like it's it's not happening. Like it's gonna be the Giants division forever. Like that is a division where like they haven't had a repeat champion in so like long. for how long? Like fifteen years? It's a very long Aaron time. Aaron Rodgers would dominate that division and make it look like preschool. All right. Like Pee Wee League. So we both agree we think he's getting traded. Um I think we've spent just about enough time on Rodgers. It is very interesting, though. I I know. Honestly, here's the thing. Sports is so dry right now that I do think that this is going to be the story of the all. It's going to be like when Brett Favre, the guy that Rodgers ultimately replaced, when he retired and came out of retirement to go to the Vikings, that whole summer was about Brett Favre. That's what this summer is going to be, is about Aaron Rodgers unless he signs. I was about to say, we'll probably spend another 10 to 15 minutes on Aaron Rodgers next week because he'll decide that he tweets, like, three emojis that mean something. Or we're going to get off this, and an hour later he's going to have signed a, like, seven-year deal worth the most money ever with the Packers. That would actually just be our luck. <laughs> Honestly, right before we upload it, he signs a massive deal, and we're like, well, <laughs> we got to scrap this whole episode. All right. Yep. Um, let's get into a lot of guys got their fifth-year options. Uh, this offseason. So, I mean, there's a list that we put in this document. I think there's more than this, but right now we have... I was going to say, I actually copied down, like, almost all of them. Oh, did um, you? On a piece of paper in front of me. 
Go ahead. If you want me to list off a few important ones. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the man that's near and dear to my heart, Josh Allen, got his fifth-year option picked up as well as his teammate, Tremaine Edmonds. Uh, obviously, Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield and your boy Sam Darnold got their options picked up. A lot of quarterbacks. Saquon Barkley, Denzel Ward, Quentin Nelson, and Bradley Chubb also got theirs picked up. These are all guys that, like, were no doubt of, like, getting their options yeah. picked up. Like, this was never in question. Uh, Roquan Smith got his, and Minka Fitzpatrick got his. Those were a few of the notable ones. I was a little bit surprised to see the New Orleans Saints pick up uh, Marcus Davenport's. To Same. me, I don't really like. I don't think he's done anything notable worth getting that option picked up. I think they could have easily, like, if they wanted to keep him, like, try to get an extension done in the near future. I don't think they I should agree. have paid him all that much money. But I um, fully agree. I was also surprised to see uh, some of the guys that didn't get their options picked up. Uh, there were actually some some pretty notable guys on there. Yeah, uh, like Cowboys. Linebacker Leighton Vander Esch, he's a stud, and I think he's honestly their best defensive player, besides Demarcus Lawrence. Obviously, problem is he can't um, stay healthy. I mean, that's yeah. I think that's ultimately why they ended up declining it is because he's injured every single year. Like he's never healthy. Yeah, I was also surprised to see uh, Sony Michelle did not get his. Well, I was surprised, but I wasn't because Sony was like, he had such a good start to his career, and then Damian Harris came along and just like ruined him. Again, I think it's more of Leighton Vanderesh. I think it's the injuries, man. Like, he's been known to be injury prone, and I think if it wasn't the Patriots, I think another team would have picked up his fifth year option. Like, the Patriots are so ruthless that I feel like they were just like, whatever, we'll find another running back. Yeah. <laughs> Some other guys that did not get their options picked up were. Honestly, like a guy, a lot of the guys that were expected, you know, guys that four years ago were head scratchers in the draft. Yeah. Like, why did they pick them? Like Hayden Hurst of the Falcons, Rashad Penny of the Seahawks, uh, Terrell Edmonds, uh, Tremaine's yeah. uh, brother who plays in Pittsburgh, uh, and then Taven Bryan of the Jags. I honestly think that Taven Bryan was probably, out of the ones that I just listed, I feel like Taven Bryan was the most borderline. I feel like he's you know, right at that cusp of, like, being good enough to get his option picked up and, like... And I think the Jags have money, so it doesn't really make sense to me why they didn't just go ahead and pick it up just to see, like, for one more year. Like, I think he's a pretty decent player. Like, he could definitely come in and be a role player for, like, a championship team, so I think it would have been worth it to just keep him around, especially you have a whole new regime coming in. Like, he could have been a little bit of a veteran presence, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wasn't really shocked by any of them. I did think that some of these quarterbacks were going to be extended, which I guess they technically still can be. Um, mm. like I was telling you, I think that the bills need to hurry up and do it before Baker and, uh, Lamar get theirs because I think Lam jack up the price. Lamar is going to jack up the price. And I think whatever Lamar gets, Josh Allen's going to get more than Lamar. Absolutely. And that brings up a really good question that I want to, I've been asking, I've been meaning to ask you this for a while. Can we like put this whole conversation to bed that like, you know, who's the best quarterback in this draft class? Like it is Josh Allen. Well, yeah, it's Sam like, Darnold. I was about to say for like, <laughs> for the longest time, like I feel like you and a lot of other people have just been like, so like hesitant to commit to Josh Allen as the best quarterback in this class. And I just, I feel like, 
No, it's Josh. Now we know our answer. It's Josh. But, yeah, I was really hesitant. But, like, honestly, I don't love any of these. Like, if I had to take my pick, it's Josh Allen. And then it's a pretty big distance before I take Lamar. And I'm not even sure Lamar would be my next choice. It's very close between him and Baker for me. This year for Lamar is going to be huge because he's got weapons now. They went and got him I think a it's lot even, of receivers. I think it's even bigger for Baker. That Browns team is supposed to be like Super Bowl aspirations. But Baker, to me, like, I think Baker's already proved himself. I feel like Baker did really well in Stefanski's offense the first year. I think he's going to do even better in 2021. I feel like the real onus is on Lamar now because, you know, they went out and got him Sammy Watkins. They went out and got him Rashad Bateman and then Taven Wallace. Like, I feel like now, like, he has no excuse. Yeah. They but here's the thing. They're, I mean, he's already won an MVP, bro. Like, it's going to be hard for them to move on from Lamar. Like, they're already talking about a mass extension for him. He's going to be their quarterback. It's just whether or not he's good enough to get them to the Super Bowl, which yeah. I don't know if he is. But, I mean, if he can improve as a thrower – he could be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. It's just, can yeah. he throw more than 170 yards a game? I just feel like this is going to end up like a Philadelphia with Carson Wentz and a Los Angeles with Jared Goff where like they extend this guy to a massive extension and then literally like a year or two in, they're like, why did we get ourselves into this? I just, I love Lamar Jackson as a player. I love Lamar Jackson as a person. I just, I don't know if he's sustainable long-term and I don't know if he'll be able to make it worth that price tag that's going to come with him yeah um here's probably bad news for you i think josh allen is going to be the closest thing that anybody gets to patrick mahomes money of any of the new maybe justin herbert when it's his turn to get paid but i think josh is the next closest one and i think he might get like 250 million dude that's not bad news for me at all (laughs) i would happily help pay his salary if I could. This has been the first, like, I was not around for the Kelly days, man. This is the first franchise quarterback my team has had ever. The closest thing we've had to a, court, a franchise quarterback since I've been born is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Let that sink in. Yeah. And that's before he was, like, really good. Yeah. I mean, I had, like, really I good. went from Jake DeLome <laughs> to, like, really bad quarterbacks for, like, two years, and then I got my superstar in Cam Newton. So I'm back in quarterback purgatory, basically, with Sam Donald. Hopefully he's the answer. But when you got the guy, man, nothing feels better than when you got the guy. So if if we have to break the bank for Josh Allen, I say go ahead and do it. And I really do think that, like, Josh understands what it's going to take to get Buffalo Super Bowl. I think he understands that Stephon Diggs is going to need an extension soon. Like, other guys like Tremaine are going to need an extension soon. And, like, we're going to have to keep building if we're going to keep up with the Chiefs. And he's already mentioned that he doesn't mind giving the Bills a bit of a home team discount yeah. or hometown discount. But, like, I I still think this man's just going to get hella paid. For sure. I mean, he's the, he's the next guy up, basically. It's him, Lamar, and Baker. So, it's just who's going to get paid first. But I know that you're a little fired up about this. We have some breaking news in the NFL. Uh, former quarterback, Tim Tebow, coming out of retirement. He's been playing baseball now for like six years or however long it's been. And he is coming out of retirement. He has signed a one-year deal with the Jacksonville Jaguars as a tight end, not as a quarterback. And Ryan uh, was not happy with some Twitter people that were saying, how does Tim Tebow get a contract before Colin Kaepernick? Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and let 
Ryan, take the floor here, and then I will rebuttal on whatever he says. <laughs> yeah, I want to I wanna preface this by saying I don't agree with the Jags' move today at all. I think it's a terrible move. I think signing a three, 33-year-old that has never played tight end at any level is a bad decision. I think this is solely because Urban Meyer still has a man crush on Tim Tebow, and I think it's entirely stupid. I agree. That being said, comparing this and being like, oh, my God, why? Well, uh, hold on. It's not even the Colin Kaepernick stuff. I saw Terrell Pryor get mentioned today. Yeah, that was wild. I saw you tweet back at that dude, and I was like, first of all, Terrell Pryor was garbage as a wide receiver for the seven years that he was a wide receiver. He had one good year in Cleveland, and that was basically it. I mean, that was Not to mention, just... I, I did some research into this. This man is currently on probation. That started in November, and, the, and he's still recovering from getting stabbed in 2019. The person, like, that, is not NFL the person that tweeted that, I think, was verified, too. Yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, it so was... I was like, what is happening? I was like, where am I? <laughs> and then, anyways, I see these tweets about, like, oh, my God, like, how funny that Tim Tebow gets a contract before Kaepernick. It's to me that's so dumb. Well, first off, the fact that Tim Tebow has a contract in the NFL right now is, is very dumb. Stupid. I saw before I dive deeper into this Kaepernick stuff. I saw a tweet that said the last time that Tim Tebow was in the league, Luke Keekley was NFL Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Um, as long as or as well as RG three on the offensive side, JJ Watt was Defensive Player of the Year. Adrian Peterson like, had like two hundred thousand or two hundred or. 2,000 yards rushing that season. Like, it's been so long, and he was a quarterback, yeah. and he wasn't a good quarterback. Yeah, it was – and, you know, it does it, it does happen where quarterbacks can make the switch to tight end and it works out. Washington football team, Logan Thomas, yes. that's exactly what happened to him. And he's a pretty good tight end. Yeah. I think he was their best tight end last year. For sure. Um, so I'm not saying that Tim Tebow can't be a good tight end. I just think he's a little too old and has been out of the game way too long to make that switch. Um, but anyways, back to Kaepernick. I just feel like this situation is not comparable at all. I don't feel like Kaepernick is still actively trying to be in the league. I haven't heard anything from him in years. And the last time I saw, you know, yeah. the NFL set up and it's been about him. Granted, a year it, and a half. Yeah. I mean, granted, I don't know exactly what happened, but from what it looked like, Kaepernick blew off that workout to do his own thing, and it didn't work out because I just I don't. I don't like it. I don't like the constant comparison. I feel like we need to let it go because I'll say it. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Colin Kaepernick was not that good of a quarterback. If you go back and look at his 2016 stats, he was averaging 186 yards a game. Also, that That is on par with Tyrod Taylor's 2017 season that got him replaced. And Tyrod is now a career backup quarterback. Also, it was five years ago. So, like, who's to say? Yes. Also... We're talking about a tight end. Does Kaepernick want to come back as a tight end? First off, would love to see that. Please. Me too. Honestly, I think he'd be a pretty damn good tight end. I think he'd be better than Tim Tebow. I'd rather have him over Tim Tebow as a tight end. Same. And that's without seeing either one of them play tight end. Like yeah. Tim Tebow, first of all, you're, you've been playing baseball now for what? Six years? Five, six years? So I'm just supposed to expect that all of a sudden you're going to be back in football shape and ready to catch footballs? Or, yeah. although, who's Jacksonville's tight end? Like, is there a chance that Tim Tebow is the starter? 
I think the sad thing is that there is. Like, it's that they, I think they've got that guy that you guys had, Minerts. Yeah, he's a blocking tight end. He's not even a receiving tight end. So it's literally going to be like a hard knocks episode of tight ends. Like, who's going to be the starter? Honestly, if they can get hard knocks, they're going to get it now because Tebow's back. I don't think they can. I don't think they're one of the teams. Um, but it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I guess it's like Urban Meyer throwing out an olive branch, being like, hey, come in. Uh, help me lead this team full of young guys. But, like, it just seems like a publicity spunt, uh, stunt to me. Like, I don't think Tebow's going to come in and be the next Kelsey. So, like, whatever. Tebow's back for a year. It, th- like, that's honestly was my response when I saw the tweet. I was like, okay, whatever. Tebow's back. Yeah, like, it'll be a be cool a story if he, like, catches a touchdown. But, like, that's basically it. Yeah. And I agree with you with the Kaepernick stuff. Like, why are we comparing it? Like, if Kaepernick wants to try out as a tight end, then you might have an argument. But you can't make that argument when the guy's not even – it's it's not like the Jacksonville Jaguars or somebody – or like the Texans signed Tim Tebow to be their quarterback. He's a tight end now. I just, like – I understood, like, in 2017 and 2018, after it had just happened when, like, some stupid, yes. you know, white guy that played, like, very poorly, you know, in preseason got – Exactly. The backup gig over Colin Kaepernick. Then it was like, oh, this guy over Kaepernick? But, like, dude, it's been five years. This guy's clearly not actively trying to be in the league anymore. We need to let this go. Yeah. Like, how much longer is this going to keep going? Exactly. Are we going to get to, like, where Ka- Kaepernick's almost four years old and we're still going, like, this guy over yeah. Kaepernick? Like, at what point do we stop the, hey, Cap should be in the league? Like, what? how far do we have to get? Because, like, at some point he's going to be too old. <laughs> he's already 33. Exactly. There's not, there's not a comeback. No, it's not happening. It's over. The chance of it happening was in 2018, 2017, somewhere like that. It's not happening. So, I guess that covers the Tebow saga, which clearly you guys can tell that it's a pretty slow week in football. <laughs> when we got yeah. Tim Tebow as one of our headlines. But, we do have this interesting new rule that got implemented this year. It's the jersey. Uh, so, players can now change their jersey numbers, basically. Um they really opened it up, but it's mainly for, like, positional players. Um, and a weird rule is that if you're, like, an existing player, so, like, let's say Josh Allen all of a sudden wanted – or not Josh Allen, that's a bad example. Let's say um, Derrick Henry all of a sudden wanted to change his number from 22 to 2. He has to buy all of the existing 22 jerseys which that are in stock with the NFL shop. So it would be, like, a couple million dollars. So it doesn't really make sense for him to do it. So this rule basically applies for players that are changing teams this offseason or incoming rookies. And I think Ryan has a list, or I have the list that you texted us earlier, about all the guys that have changed their numbers. And we're going to talk about it a little bit. So do you want me to read off the list? Yeah, well, first I was going to just go over the um, the rule change just so everyone's got a better idea yeah. of like who can choose what number. Because I dived a little deeper into... Um, into what those were. Um, and, you know, guys would understand that this rule change is a few weeks old, but we haven't gotten a chance to talk about it, but we're going to dive right in. Uh, so quarterbacks actually stayed the same. Uh, they get to choose numbers 1 through 19. Uh, running backs are one of the groups that got to, to have a little bit more flexibility, and they're now 1 through 49 and then 80 through 89. Wide receivers are 1 through 49 as well, as well as 80 through 89. Uh, I think tight ends are just about the same, 1 through 49, and then 80 through 90. Offensive line stays at 50 through 79. Defensive line stays at 50 through 79, plus 90 through 99. Linebackers 
and defensive backs, I feel like got the most um, flexibility on the defensive side where linebackers get one through 59 and then 90 through 99. So they pretty much get like everything except for the numbers designated for offensive line. Yeah. Uh, defensive backs get one through 49 and then kickers and punters get no love uh, and stick to one through 19. Uh, and honestly, out of all that, that's what I hate the most. I would love to see a kicker roll out with the 99 jersey, man. That would just light my It does day. seem weird to me that kickers are only 1 through 19. Like, why can't they be, like, 88 or something? I mean, 88 is a wide receiver's number. But, like, why can't they come out in the 90s or something like that? I want to see a double zero on a kicker, man. I don't even think double zero is like, I don't even think zero is a number. Yeah, you can't, but I want it so bad. They should let a kicker wear zero. I'd, I'd settle for the 99, man, but I'd love yeah. the double zeros. I just agree. So after he nails a kick, he can just do that like that. Dude, yes. <laughs> okay. So um, now that Ryan's read off the rules, we have some notable players that uh, me and Ryan talked about earlier. So we got Buda Baker. Buda Baker? Nope. Buda Baker is changing his number. I should have. I should have their numbers brought up, and I don't. So that's a problem. I got you. Uh, Buda Baker is switching. I think he was thirty, either thirty-two or thirty-three, and now he's just switching to the number three. Okay, I'm glad you got this because I don't. Apparently, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna <laughs> say um, Patrick Peterson, the long-term Cardinals corner, who just recently signed with the Vikings. Uh, so he's actually one of those people who doesn't have to buy out the jersey yeah. because he's switching teams. Uh, he's going back to his college number, which was seven. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, the new Buffalo Bills wide receiver, is number one. Uh, J.C. Horn, the eighth overall pick to the Carolina Panthers, is eight, right? Yeah, he said he's doing it in honor of Kobe Bryant. I bet it has nothing to do with the fact that he was the eighth overall pick. No, it doesn't. I don't think it does. But <laughs> hey, good for him, I mean. It's going to be weird, it, it though, just, bro. It worked out. Yeah. Kyle Pitts, uh, the fourth overall pick to the Falcons, is also going with number eight. Uh, Jamar Chase, the what was he, the fifth round or the fifth overall pick to the Bengals? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's uh, he's going with number one. This was a really cool one that I liked, and I respect Leonard Fournette for you know doing the whole jersey buyout thing. Not that I don't th- I don't think they've got a ton of Fournette Bucks jerseys out there. Probably not. Um, but he's switching back to his college number, which was seven. And then Brandon Ayuk of the 49ers is switching to two. So those were some of the more notable jersey number changes that we found. How do you feel about it, Alex? I think it's going to be weird. Like, I like that the players can now change their jerseys. Like, I think it's really cool because, like, I always love seeing, like, the single digits, especially on, like, positional players. I do think it's going to be really weird to watch. Like, the first year, you're going to be like, who's that? And then you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's Brian Ayuk. Or, like, oh, yeah, there's Leonard Fournette, number seven. Like, it's just going to look weird at first. And it really sucks for the fans that bought their jerseys. Like, yeah. as a Christian McCaffrey owner, if Christian McCaffrey was like all of a sudden, hey, I'm going to switch back to number five, I'd be like, well, this kind of sucks because I own your 22 jersey. But I also get it. Um, what do you think, man? Yeah, I'm honestly, I know that I was <laughs> really against it when they first came out with it. I was texting you a lot of angry, yeah. <laughs> angry messages about it. Um, but I've slowly, like, warmed up to the idea a little bit. I do like that um, – Stefan Diggs agreed. Like, he was really cool about it. He actually went out and tweeted. He's like, I'm not changing my jersey because so many of those fans have my jersey. Yeah. I'm keeping 14. I respect that a lot, uh, especially because I'm one of those people. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, 
but you know as a whole i think this is going to be cool i just think you're right it is going to take a while to get used to i think the one downside of this is it's going to be a lot harder and guys this is going to apply to you i feel like everyone every guy that's watching this it's going to apply because it's going to be a lot harder to teach your significant other the game of football because i I know when i was teaching angela it was very easy to be like okay yeah like you know guys 40 through 59 like those are usually the linebackers and like one through 17 or one through 19 is the quarterbacks like you know like now it's just like oh who's number one oh yeah that's our uh that's our punter and then you look at another team it's like oh is that guy their punter it's like no that's their wide receiver that's a good point that's a very good point i don't like it from that sense but i mean i like giving the guys more freedom it makes it more fun you know if the guys are having more fun that means we have more fun. I do think it's ridiculous that they have to buy out their jersey stock if they want to change their numbers. Especially for, like, uh, Brandon Ayuk. Like, dude, you're a rookie. Like, you're on a rookie deal. That's a lot of money. Because he's a star player for them. He probably has a lot of jerseys in stock. Yeah. You know, Roger Goodell couldn't let it slide without making a few uh, yeah, thousand. Yeah, no, they had to make that money back. Um, you got anything else for us this weekend? or I mean, this weekend. This week, or are we good to wrap up? I wish it was this weekend. Me too. Uh, but no, man, that's that's it for me. Yeah. I look forward to talking to you guys next week. And uh, as we hammer through this dry summer together, we're going to get close to uh, to football sooner enough. Exactly. Sooner. Hopefully sometime this talk. week or next week, we're going to have the schedule release breakdown for you guys. Whenever... Oh, yeah, that's on Wednesday. I'm really excited. Is that when that. it comes out, Wednesday? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So that will be the next episode for you guys is schedule release. Uh, I'm super excited for that. Can't wait to mark my calendars on which team, you know. But uh, all in all, you guys have a great rest of your week. Uh, Can't wait for football to come back, man. Uh, Good job. Oh, yeah, like 40.